fucking rip it i know i have eaten i think 400 starbursts in the last week oh i can't do starburst no give me anxiety too chewy oh they're great it's stuck in your teeth oh no forget about it and with that we are back we're back we are back 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 um welcome back to another episode of the nffl podcast i am here as your host as always adam the kid stoles i'm here with my co-host uh joseph big bro gates always joseph. a pleasure it is thursday december 9th it's december 9th it's 6 18 p.m we are sitting here awaiting the start of thursday night football and week 14 of the nfl season that is also the last week of the regular season in most fantasy leagues i would say huge week and our our league in particular this year is following kind of the trend that the NFL is set with all the, you know, the craziness. Everyone's pretty tight. Um, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but a lot of teams close together. It's anybody's chance to make the playoffs besides uh, besides the four at the bottom. Yes, we will definitely get into it. But as you said, <clears throat> we got a big clusterfuck here of teams. Um so it should be interesting to see how things shake out in the last week of the regular season. Obviously, a lot at stake. People's lives are on the line here, so it's going to be it's going to be big. And not to mention, we will be listening, uh, watching together. Are you coming to Shane's house on Sunday? Yeah, I will be there. I will be there as well. So we will all have a uh, a group and a league watch party on Sunday. Hopefully, everyone is listening to this maybe Sunday morning. So getting ready. Um, if you're not there, you lose a draft pick, I believe. Was that decided upon? I think that should be agreed upon. If you're yeah, not there, yeah, that's that goes without saying. Seems fair. Papers coming from across the country to be there, so it's at least everyone else could do. <laughs> Just for uh, this. Yes, exactly. But no, so that'll be fun. Definitely watching with everyone on Sunday will be uh we'll always add some fireworks. Definitely. Um, all right. So with that, I think we can uh we can dive into last week's matchups. Obviously, more more not great things for me. Um I forget. Did you end up you ended up winning, right? So huge winning. victory. Yeah, I was 0.2 away from a 200 point week. Um, wow, yeah, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it, man. I, yeah. I don't, nobody said 200 points this year. Um, I, I was hoping to be the first, but uh, whoever mentioned it first jinxed me. So, thank you for the, the point two miss, idiot, dumbass. Wow, yeah, that's insane. You put up, you put up 200 points. Holy, shit. I didn't realize you did that. Well. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know how I did that with Debo out. That's what happens. Beautiful. You put up almost triple my team. <laughs> I and I put up I put up uh, more than triple barb almost quadruple barb score. Yeah, so that's not great. I didn't realize Bob only put up fifty six two, not great. Um, so yeah, let's. I mean, with that, I think we dive into it. Which for where should we start? This was a fucking dive on in week. There was a lot of high points, a lot of low points. This was crazy. yeah. There was there was no there was very few in between. Um, if you were anywhere in your normal scoring range, you didn't win this week. Um, let's start with the low scoring matchup. Uh, Sunday Hiking Club versus Carl Havoc. Yes, let's do it. Burke, I mean, the kid jerk has just checked out. He's, he's done. He's uh, done. He, he's checked out. But, hey, he got another W. He's five and eight. Um, not going to make the playoffs. No offs for jerk. Um, I don't remember the last time he missed the playoffs, but it had to have been a while. It is true. Jerk is usually in the playoffs and usually has a competitive team. He needs to get hit. Derrick Henry going down kind of fucked him. Oh, definitely. Big time. So... That yeah, I mean that that was the end of his season, really. So tough, tough break for the jerk. Josh Allen, while starting hot this year, hasn't. I feel like he has off. Yeah, and that was a, an MVP. He's not going to win the MVP. So that game was horrible. Yeah, the wind it just yeah, really a chance in that made game. it a crappy game. Yeah, that was um, a tough game. To not have. much to say about this matchup though. Overall, uh, <laughs> Barb's team put up fifty six points. And two Lucics on, on Barb's team last week, um, and they both played right. They both played. Yeah, Jacoby they was in the win, though. That, that makes sense. Target. 
And Jacoby Myers, obviously, yeah, didn't even – there was three balls thrown in that game. so he was Ugly there. game, so we won't go too far into this. Jalen Waddle's coming on strong. I was hope, I'm sure Burke wished that was earlier in the season. But yeah. um, fucking Gronk is back. Gronk is back, and I, I can't believe it. I don't think Antonio Brown's coming back, so Gronk will continue to see targets. Yeah, Jalen Waddle's a beast. But overall, uh, ugly, ugly, ugly game. Yeah, I mean, pretty boring game. Barb had one guy break. 10 points and that was a quarterback in the, <laughs> the whole matchup. Yeah. Not too exciting. Good win for the Burke to, uh, to, uh, I guess maybe brighten his day, but he will not. I don't even think he as cares. You said, no, as you said, no yoffs for the jerk. No yoffs. And obviously no yoffs for the Barb. Oh, Clearly, but the, there's also more implications with Barb, which obviously involves you. We'll talk about that, uh, you know, battle for last place. You're really coming down to the wire, which I, I love. It's anyone's anyone's match to win that last place crown. I've had it several times, and I got to tell you, it doesn't feel as bad as you would think. Because at least you won something, you know, dude. It's a silver lining. Yeah, I, I guess you could say it's a silver lining, but I mean, it's, it's just sad. Getting Dalvin Cook back tonight will be fun, but just looking at my lineup, it's just, <laughs> it's just tough. Yeah, well, I have a comment about your lineup when we get to the next week, this week's matchups. <laughs> um, All right, I'm glad to I welcome any comments we can take. But yeah, are we are we on my matchup? I'm sorry, I missed that. I got sidetracked there for a second. Oh, that matchup, I'm I'm done with that matchup. That was a wa- that's a waste of time. Um, I think half of the league scored more than that matchup combined. Like though, you combine Barb and Ryan scores, and half the league that scored that themselves. Yeah, so, that's okay. Yeah, so we can move on. We can go useless. to my matchup. That was not much better. Uh, let's, your matchup? Sure. Let's go to your matchup. Where's my bread? Get the other ones out of the way. Ugly ones the, the Glizzard Wizard. Glizzard Wizard comes out with a 120.86 victory over your abysmal 73.2. I don't think there's ever been a year where people have uh, scored under 100 this often and consistently. Yeah, so it's happening a lot. You're breaking records. I mean, it's got to be across the league, though. There's so many guys that are hurt, it seems like. Yeah, it, it can't just be, you know. Seems like there are multiple multiple people that are putting like running backs that are just not running backs at all. Who just don't even get the ball. Yeah, yeah like not have, they have no chance of actually putting the points, myself included. I mean, even it's even going to be even worse this week because Harris has a bye, but like now that Dalvin's back, it's a savior, but. Oh, who the fuck knows? Yeah, ugly matchup. I obviously need to win this week to have any chance at not coming in last. Um, Kamish, yep. the Kamish, he's in first. Wow, did he? Did he, he clinched the playoffs. Did he he clinched first now, right? But yeah. I don't think he even clinched a bye yet. Um, that's wild. Yeah, it, it looks like he, according to this little key here, he only clinched a playoff spot. So I think they're playoffs. Congratulations to uh, Shane. Yeah, congratulations to Kamish on c- clinching the offs. First and first one. Um, I, it's crazy that you haven't clinched yet, technically, I guess because of points, but like. Yeah, I mean, mathematically, it, it'd be tough for someone to, you know, even if I lose this week, the point differential is enough that I think I'll still make the playoffs unless they outscore me by a ridiculous amount. I'm not even going to do the math, but. Yeah, no, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're in a pretty good spot. I mean, yeah, you, have a, okay. you have the most points in the league. Yeah, right. I do. Yeah. Oh, good I've for you. never been in this position. I've gone from maybe the fewest points to the most. It's just wow. Good for me. I'm, I'm, have, I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you. Um, so my matchup. Yeah. So we can. There's nothing else to really talk about. Cooper Cup went off again. I didn't realize. I wasn't obviously watching any football on Sunday because it was my brother's wedding. So I. Oh, yeah. How was that? You guys have a good time. Lots of fun, yes. We had a lot of lots of lots of fun. Oh yeah, look nice. Look nice. It wasn't good. Um, did you cry? I did not cry. No, he might have cried a little bit. My parents. How's the best man speech go? I crushed it, baby. Hell yeah! Were you a little a little uh, boozy? What did no, you I, really I was pretty under control until afterwards. There you go. Yeah, that's the move. That's the move. Make a fool of myself. Uh, uh, but- Curtis Samuel, uh, just to say on your team. Drafted him thinking he'd be an absolute steal. Uh, he's been hurt yeah, the whole year. Dude's put up like 10 points the whole year. He's been awful, and he just can't get healthy. So I don't know if I can play him this week. That's another conversation we can have later. But, yeah, I mean, CeeDee Lamb, the only – Damian Harris has actually been a pretty fucking big 
pickup for me. Not yeah, he's been he's been good. He's been good. Yeah, drafting. He would have done better too, I'm sure, if uh, it wasn't a, that shitty weather game too. I think he gets hurt every fucking week, but yeah, he, he does. They did just have like a seven. You tried to be right. sneaky with Jeff Wilson Jr. in there. I see you. I'm trying, dude, but ugh, fuck, I know I can't. None of these guys that I try and play work out. It's just so I'm praying that Dalvin will get a nice workload tonight, and um, I can hopefully have a serviceable RB two. But yeah, I mean, he what dislocated the shoulder two weeks ago. I don't know how much work he's going to get, but I mean, for your well, sake, I hope he does. He's wearing this harness that he wore hasn't worn since like 2019. Last time he wore it, he went off for like. 130 yards and two touchdowns. So the harness, the harness could be good luck. So we'll you see. Could be a day runer, uh, a week runer, a, a season exactly. runer this week. Hotel's been he won like five in a row or something like that. Five so straight, he's ripped off. Which he's due. Yeah, he tip your cap. He started two and six. I love he's been seen lost. Yeah, you, you do have to tip your cap to Hotel's team. He's been he's been on a roll. Um, so yeah, I mean, Kamish just fucking he's still piecing it together. I don't know how he's in first place. I don't. I still don't <laughs> think he's won at all. Whoever rang the fraud alarm on him, I think I would agree with it. But I don't know. We'll see. It's he just keeps winning games. He's got enough guys. Alexander Madison this week now will not be as good because Dallas yes. that's gonna be tough. I saw he picked up fucking a quarterback like an hour ago. I forget who it was. Pick someone up. Yeah, he picked up like fucking some a random quarterback, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, I mean Commission's team is so fucking interesting to me. Uh, I don't think he's going to win at all. And I'm going to be curious to see if he can, if he gets a buy, that would be huge for him, but he's going to need a buy to make a run. Yeah. Even though he could end up in first place, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. That I'm pretty over it. What are you doing? Did you find out you picked up? Um, I'm trying. The Yahoo's not loading. Oh, here we go. Where's my bread? Picked yeah, up Roethlisberger and dropped Derek, Derek Carr. What? Is he going to throw Big Ben in there tonight? He just wants the Thursday night action. He's a freak. He's addicted to it. He just needs the Thursday night action. I kind of respect it. So that's, so that's that matchup. Um, it's a disaster once again by me. I, you know, my season has been a five-game, two five-game losing streaks sandwiched um, or a three-game winning streak sandwiched between two five-game losing streaks. Wait, what? My season has been a three-game winning streak sandwiched between two five-game losing streaks. <laughs> so you're due for another three. Another, yeah, at least another one. You'll, do, you'll get this one, and then you get two wins in the consolation bracket. Fuck yeah, baby. All right. Uh, next matchup. Enough about that shitty matchup. But we're, <laughs> going to, we're going to Silly Nannies versus Team Upside. Another not great matchup, um, but it did give me hope that there still might be no yoffs for Brandon. Which would be huge. Dude, if Fisher, if Fisher doesn't make the yoffs, that would be wild. It'd be huge. It's not totally out of the question, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, things fall right, and he doesn't score much at all. People score, you know, the right amount to go. To, I mean, it could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah, there's probably going to be an eight and six team that doesn't make the playoffs, right? Most likely, yeah. It's likely going to happen. I'd say. So IMHO. It could be him. It could be him. We'll see. That would be interesting. He has less points than most of the other seven and six teams. Yeah, but this, uh, anyway, this matchup, Pape just carried by Tom Brady. Um, I fucking can't stand Pape rolling out Tom Brady. Yeah, Pape's yeah, not yeah. going to make the playoffs, is he? No, he's at six and seven, so not he's not trash. He's, he doesn't have a shot. Um, you don't have a shot in hell, Pape. He finally got a good game out of Tyler Lockett, who's either two points or twenty. So uh, happy for you, Pape. Fisher's team is exactly what I thought they were. What's that? Um, shit. Mahomes <laughs> isn't playing like Mahomes. Jamar Chase came back down to earth. Love to see it. And Mixon playing how he normally plays. I mean, he's had a few weeks where he just blew everything up. But 9.4, that's that's as good as I'll give you Joey Mix. We know how, we know how the podcast feels about Joe Mixon. We're an anti-Joe Mixon podcast. Anti-Joe Mixon podcast. Very much so. So, yeah, good to see him putting up a, a shitty nine-point week. I would Ooh, never root for that, but, you know, hey, it happened. No, nah, I'm rooting for it. Um, <laughs> well, it's pretty wild that New England only got 10 points as a defense this week. I thought they would have gotten more considering how gross that game was. I guess well, you figure you start at 10 points. 
guess there's all it's not like much happened. Like there wasn't much passing for them to get sacks. Yeah. They had the fumble recovery, but nothing, nothing crazy. Fumbleuski. 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 Yeah, it's true. I guess that's not, that's right. There wasn't much action. It was just like run play after run play. Boring. Just like this matchup. So let's move on to the next one. <laughs> let's do it. Um, next we're gonna mosey on over to let's see which ones haven't we done yet? Uh, Ortel versus the Big Bean. Let's do it. Yeah, Ortel versus the Big Bean. This was a good matchup. Wow, it was a good, very good matchup for a little bit, and then uh, Ortel kind of pulled away there. Yeah. My word, Kyler Murray is an absolute weapon. He he threw for like n- nothing. He threw for I don't know. It doesn't even show because the stats doesn't matter. He ran for two touchdowns and passed for two. Yeah, he threw for 123 yards. Yeah, and still put up 30 points in fantasy. Absurd. Deontay Johnson with a 30 point. He had two 30 point weeks, which that 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 should be good enough to clinch a, a win most weeks. Um, Elijah yeah. Moore just keeps on doing his thing. Love so, to see it. I'm so jealous that he fucking has Elijah Moore. God damn it. If only you had the shot to have a bullet Elijah Moore, him. right? I drafted him. Kira starting Taysom Hill really pissed me off because isn't he a well-known Taysom Hill truther? I thought he doesn't like Taysom Hill. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't – and he picked him up. Like, what, what is that? You shouldn't have been allowed to do that. You think he's playing him against the J-E-T-S Jets this week? That's a good question. I think that – um that could be a win-win for him because either Taysom Hill does well and his fantasy team does well, or he does really bad, and that means the Jets are doing well against him, kind of. So it could be a win-win scenario for him. He might start him. Um, if I were him, I think he's going to start Russell Wilson this week. Yeah, I've I've soured on Russell Wilson. He he's he's not everyone. He's been hyped up for so long as like one of those top-tier quarterbacks. Uh, I don't see it. He's good. He's very good. But he's not. He's no. He's no Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Been very exciting to watch. I've always been a fan, and you know, shout out. He is a short king. So shout out for, to him. For he that. is a short king. So we, we are pro short king podcast here. And the last thing we'll say about this matchup, um, Saquon Barkley. What's up, bud? Thirteen what's, points. What's What's up, bud? How are you? Sheesh. 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 Yeah, it's not great. I mean, it's uh, he needs a change of scenery. I think it's safe to say. He's just not getting the coaching he would have if he stayed where he was. That's that's the problem. Uh, which is where? With me. Oh, right, of course. He demanded a trade, however, and, you know, I'm not one to mess with uh, someone's, you know, mental health. If he wants out, he's out. Yeah. That's fair enough. I said every week I wish I had Austin Eckler, but I wish I had Austin Eckler. <laughs> I still think Kiwa has a good shot at winning this league. If he makes the playoffs, he's got to make the playoffs, though, which is crazy to say. You got to make, you got to make this, the, yeah, you got to make the, who's he playing this week? He's got, you've got Sycamore this week. That's, gonna, that's going to be a fun one. Sycamore on a three game win streak, too. He's hot. He was supposed to be on the pod right now, but he bitched out because he's too tired. So we have no, we have no insight into his brain and what he's thinking beyond into this matchup. Did you get any mailbag questions? I got a few. I got a few. I got like about four. Um, oh, we'll a lot of them are similar, but we'll go, we'll go over them. Okay, that's fine. Um, so this was a good matchup. Ortel now moves to seven and six. How many wins in a row is that for him? Uh, five. Jesus, so ripped off five in a row, going for going for six this week against me to, to likely clinch a playoff spot. Um, that would be wild. So I hope I can ruin his day, but I I would be lying if I said I wasn't rooting for Ortel a little bit. I love I love his story. I would love to see him get into the playoffs and make a little run. I think it would be hilarious. Yeah, I would love to see his pet bird raising the trophy at the end of the year. Yeah, if he so if he gets the championship picture with his bird sitting on the trophy, <laughs> yeah, it'd be all worth it. Bird shit all over it. Yeah, fair. Perfect. Um, all right. So that's this was I mean he had put up 165 points. So I hope he comes back to earth this week against me, but I'm pretty scared. His his team is pretty nasty. Yeah. Is scary. So good one for Pat. Loss for Kiwa. Kiwa now needs a win pretty badly this week. It's two back-to-back losses for him. Uh, yeah, this is this is do or die for him. This is do or Kiwa's one of those guys that's really in do or die in the middle of that fucking clusterfuck. So, pretty interesting. Yep. Right. Uh, now let's move on to my matchup from last week against Baby Bro. I got sweet, sweet revenge for week two. Battle of the womb. And I got to tell you, I just poured it on. Greg had a great week. How does it feel coming out of the womb with the victory? Props to them. Greg had a great week. Godwin monster monster week with 30. 
some David Montgomery, who I was complaining about for the that entire game, um, put up 28. Didn't matter in the end. George Kittle's coming on, 39 points. Justin Jefferson, 35. Oh, Kittle had a 40-point game. Yeah, 40-point game. And Javante Williams, when it's his backfield, look what he does. 29.8 points. It, it all came together last week. And that's with a 2.2 it's sitting in the lineup. Yeah, you had a you had me Cole sitting in the middle there. Who well, are you I had, playing I had, this week or what? I had people on by or injured, so or suspended. <laughs> so there's desperation. Move there. <laughs> all the eject all this. <laughs> but yeah, uh, great uh, great week by me. Props to me. Your Pat me on the back. Nice. Your team is nice, bro. My team's thank you. My team's pretty pretty choice. <laughs> it's pretty choice. It really is a choice cut of meat. Your team is even even Josh Jacobs with the twenty four <laughs> points. I was pretty pumped. Um, I feel like Josh Jacobs has been quiet this year, but I guess he's been a solid RB two for you over there. Even though you're I mean, because I, I don't really have an RB one, so RB except a team of RB twos. He's kind of have a nice committee, which is doing the job. Yep. Hope it continues. Yeah, I mean that's great. Good for you, Greg Z. Greg Z kicking field goals. He's a good guy. He's all right. He misses a lot of field goals too. Like he could have had 14 points and I would have been over 200, but you know, it's, yeah, it's semantics. Neither here nor there. That's right. Yeah. He, wait, wait, he, he, will they say that again? He missed extra points. I think he missed an extra point or a uh, field goal <laughs> this week. I don't know for sure. I, I don't know the stats in front of me. True. Well, that was a, that was a cough. Oh, bless you. Thanks. Um, Jonathan Taylor is an absolute animal. A beast. Every, every week he scores like a touchdown he's or two. The best player. Oh, yeah, he is ranked number one. He's been the number one fantasy player. Is he really? Yeah. Not Cooper Cup anymore? Apparently not Cooper Cup. According to this, when you click on the guy's info and you bring it, it says rank one. Oh, nice. Go for him. He is an absolute animal. He had two shitty weeks back-to-back week two and three, but other than that, it's, it's every single week he's broken 20, and it seems like every week he breaks 30. What a fucking beast. Yeah, uh, he's, he's having a great year. Baby Bro's team is also very good. Who's he got this week? Oh, he's got uh, Barb. So he's in a good spot to try and get a, try and get a buy. I think that would be big for Greg. David Montgomery might not play this week, which would be cool for people that are not rooting for Greg. I don't know if I'm rooting for Greg or not. I haven't really decided. Uh, I'm I'm certainly not. I'm rooting for me. I, mean, I know you who you're rooting for, but I'm out of it, so I have to <laughs> I have to, put my, I have to put my eggs in some basket. Uh, so we'll see. I don't love Greg's team. I like Greg as a human being, though, but I don't love his team. So it's, it's I'm crazy. I'm torn there. <laughs> so I'm torn there. Uh, but good win for Greg. He's got a favorable matchup or good good win for you. I mean, but Greg's got a favorable matchup this week against Barb to uh, try and clinch his playoff spot. And maybe well, we know why you're rooting for him there. Yeah. OK, let's go, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Uh, all right. And the final matchup of week 13, we take it over to the Probably the biggest rivalry we have in the NFL. Team Gabagool versus Bishop Sycamore. And this was actually the closest game, the closest matchup last week. 13-point win by Bishop Sycamore. Fucking Bishop Sycamore just absolutely not listening to any of the haters. It's it's baffling. Because looking at his team on paper, they are not a good team. Justin Herbert, good, yes. The rest of them... It shouldn't be doing that well. I don't understand how Leonard Fournette is doing. What he's doing. He he's is been having the, the is, season of his life. Absolute animal. Yeah, I mean, I guess obviously he's good. We've known that he was great in college and stuff, but like he's just become a beast. And Antonio, yeah. Antonio Gibson has had a nice couple of weeks in a row, I think. I mean, Stefan's team is just—they're really proving the haters. Higgins, twenty-eight points. You know. Stefan might have been right about T. Higgins too. Good, good for you, Stefan. I wonder what him, Stefan and Hickey bet on T. Higgins versus Jamar Chase's yardage for the season. Jamar Chase. Oh yeah, that's true. Jamar Chase has definitely come back to earth, but I don't think I don't think he's going to catch me at some weird, big weeks. Probably not. But um, yeah, I mean, Gabagool sitting, I mean, clinging to that sixth and final playoff spot right now. He's got a big matchup this week, obviously. Oh, against you. You're playing him this week. I am playing him this week. And uh, all your players and just playing your quarterbacks and your kickers. There have been discussions of that. Yes. Um, Some threats maybe in my direction. 
he knows where I live after all, so that's not great. Um, but, you know, good luck to you, Gabagool. Hope everything works out. Yes, of course. Oh, nothing but the best wishes. But, yeah, real quick, we can just – I mean, Gabagool's team, yeah, he put up 160 points. Points. Put up 160 points and lose. That's a tough week. So Well, Greg put up 169 and lost, so that's also tough. That is also tough. I didn't even realize that before. Yeah, so two 160-point scorers that got handed L's. That's so, yeah. Last week really was just boom or bust for, you know, team-wise. It was either the person put up 150 points or they put up nothing. That's true. So if you're trying to make a playoff push, that's a real heartbreaker. Yeah, you guys should try to – um well, that's the thing. That's what makes – I, if this matchup went the other way, this week wouldn't be nearly as interesting with all those teams bunched up in the middle. Right. Nikki would be at eight and five, and Stefan would be back at six and seven. It would be a lot more separated. Yeah. There are some playoff spots up for grabs. I totally. mean, just based on record alone, I'm talking points scored yet. But, you know, we're about to get into that as we. Oh, wait. Let's see. Before we move on to this week's matchups and predictions. Yeah. Turn of the week presented by the deli button. Who do you got in mind? Ooh, um, I got nobody in mind, but I can fire off somebody real quick. Let's let me, let me think. It's your turn of the week, babe. It's your turn of the week. Presented by deli button. It's your turn of the week, girl. It's your turn of the week, girl. All right, I'm good. All right. That was Turd of the Week by Juicy <laughs> Joe. Um, I actually don't have one. I just wanted you to stop singing. It's All a right. Turd of the Week, girl. It's a Turd of the Week. It's a, it's turn. a turn of the Week, girl. It's your Turd of the Week. All right, nice. <laughs> um, all right i can all right i got one can you you got one yes i do all right you go first uh mine's adam Thielen. i know it's injury was it injury yeah anyway one point and um you gotta figure if adam Thielen plays that entire game that erases that 13 point deficit and team gabagool wins last week against Teta. um it's just it's one of those fantasy tough break tough shit he put up one point um got injured pretty early and i think that if he Played that entire game, Gabagool wins that matchup easy. So that's my turn of the week. Wow, that's true. That's a big one. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give my turn of the week to the entire game that was New England versus Buffalo. Oh um, yeah, no, I like that. I'm gonna give it to the whole game because the game was just an absolute shit show. Pretty that's much like a turn of the year. One of the most wild NFL games I've ever watched. Um, so not going to be a specific player. Just going to give it to an entire game. Uh, so that game is going to be my turd of the week. Because it was, while it was kind of exciting, I guess, and entertaining, it was just an absolute turd of a game. Now, the thing about that game, I enjoyed watching it for the first, like, two punts just to see how bad it was. And then I was like, all right, this game fucking sucks. You know what I mean? I just wanted to see how bad the punts were, laugh my butt off, and then I turned it off. Did we finish turds of the week? <laughs> that's it for the turn of the week yep <laughs> that's it for turn of the week do you want to do a mailbag at the end i kind of want to get into the mailbag now you want to get into the mailbag now um you need to keep a tail top have phone i'm delivering this to you put it in your mail okay where do we want to start should we get with the most recent ones we got or shall i start with the ones i had uh previous today and yesterday how many do you have i have about three all right yeah are they good they're okay right. um, the first one the first one so this is our first ever mailbag on the pod um so this first one's really just a comment um this one was made by let's see are we gonna leave oh, these i'm sorry this one's actually anonymous before yeah before we do this are these anonymous or are they it depends any- Certain people attach their names to certain things. Others chose to remain anonymous. Got it. Okay. Um, so this this one is uh, just a, a comment, an idea of sorts, because this is a league of ideas. We're all, you yeah. know, all right, so all yeah. scholars and whatnot. This is a suggestion uh, box. If both Stoles and Barb lose this weekend, 
it should be a dual punishment. I say this because both of them are just shit and points shouldn't save one of them from punishment. Thoughts? Um, my thoughts are that no, someone has to come in last place. Then like, why? Yeah, I, I mean, I get where they're coming from, but there's something about whoever comes in absolutely last place. I, yeah, you can't, I don't think you should have two people that come in last place is my, is my gut feeling on that. What do you think? I would have to agree. I mean, I would love for two people to have to be punished, but we don't, but also at the same time, we don't have a good enough punishment set up where it would be satisfying enough, you know? Um, we should do it the, the way we've been doing it. You know, who comes in last works. There's a points matter, points scored and matters. That's what it is. And that's how it's going to stay. It's fantasy football. It's all about points. So, um, yeah, I agree. We're going to have to go ahead and say no and disagree with the first comment here. Yeah. So tell that person to go fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. All right. All right. Next. Next. Uh, anonymous caller wants to know. Um, this is for you, actually. Oh, great. So this is a this is a this is a tough question. Let's see how you handle. You know the pressure here. Given yeah. your past history in this league and the current state that your team is in, has cheating this season ever crossed your mind? And if so, what options and avenues did you explore in your mind? First of all, I never use the cheating word when I describe any of my behavior in the past. Um, I'm a good friend. I help my friends out. That's all I'll say about that. What was the question? Would I cheat this year? Um, so so what you're saying cheating hasn't crossed your mind. Did you explore any avenues? Um you know, the methods of cheating. No, that didn't even come close to crossing my mind. I'm pretty, actually, I'm offended by that question. I have, I have an idea of who I think this came from, but no, the idea of cheating, quote unquote, if that's what you want to call it, never crossed my mind. If you think what I did in the past is cheating, then you're pretty fucking snowflake soft and you need to um, grow some balls because it was just a few minor a few minor roster adjustments just to keep things kosher um so absolutely so absolutely nothing to still be getting angry or thinking about but apparently people are however many years later like almost 10 years later at this point so no the thought of quote unquote cheating did not cross my mind and never will again i'm a champion of this league my name well i'm not actually actually on the trophy just yet um has claimed its spot on the trophy so I would, I would really appreciate it if I would not be asked those kind of ridiculous uh, questions ever again. Thanks. Uh, um, just a quick, quick follow-up. So you say you don't, you wouldn't use the word, the term cheating. What term, what, what term would you use? I would use roster management. But it wasn't for your own team. No comment. Fair enough. All right, let's move on to the next mailbag question. <clears throat> all right this is a this is a good one okay team fisher has a disgustingly low points for for a team sitting in fourth and is dead last in points against is this team a legitimate contender do you want to start uh yeah i can start well yeah i think that it's funny that someone's asking this question because i think it's a topic that we have discussed a little bit on the pod already i think you've said all along that you think no yoffs for fisher um, and I think this, I think this kind of supports it. Uh, he does not have a lot of, this is a very true comment. I think looking at points four in the league, he is at 1663, which is puts him in like ninth or 10th overall in points four, even lower, maybe. Yeah. He would put himself at around like 10th in points four, I think. And he is dead last in points against, uh, by a pretty far margin. So he is been very generous in terms of who he has played um so yeah i would go ahead and say that fisher's team is not a legit contender although he does have some superstars so it's tough to totally count him out if he does make it to the playoffs um i do not think that fisher will be winning this league i think jamar chase has kind of fallen off as we've said we're an anti-joe mixon podcast um we are anti-joe mixon so yeah no i think i agree i don't think fisher's I don't think he's a legitimate contender, but hey, anyone that makes it to the playoffs can can win it. So um, it's tough to it's tough to count out anyone in that's in his spot right now as a legit contender because simply the fact that he 
even if he loses, he could still make the playoffs this week. And then once you're in, you're anyone's dangerous. But I don't know. I think his team has a tough, tough road and definitely not one of the strongest teams as the points speak for. But I mean, what do they say? The proof is in the pudding. Proof is in the pudding. You're right. Um, good answer. Good answer. Uh, my my answer to this would be you kind of touched upon it. I've been saying this all year. London Silly Nannies, no yoffs. I don't think he has the roster. He's ninth in points for. You know Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. This year has been the opposite for the Silly Nannies as far as matchups have gone. It is the only reason he's eight and five. The only reason he's in fourth place. I'm looking forward to him being knocked out of the yoffs this week. No yoffs for Fisher. I stand by it. You're done. You're done. Joe Mixon, you're done. Fucking you're done. You heard it here. Heard it here first a million times. No yoffs for Fisher. No yoffs. No yoffs. No yoffs for Fisher. You should show up on Sunday with a shirt that says no yoffs for Fisher. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, in crayon on a white on a white dress shirt. No yoffs nannies. No yoffs nannies. No yoffs nannies. <laughs> All right. That's a good question. So thank you to our uh, to our, our That's now, a very good question. Our now, um, we'll on a related note to what we were just talking about, our next mailbag item is not uh, not a question, but they are requesting, and let me just say this first, this is not Fisher. They're requesting an apology to Joe Mixon. Um no. Double no. Apology from Joe Mixon or for no, Joe? Mixon? For Joe. Apologize to Joe Mixon. They're asking me to apologize to Joe. They're Mixon. asking the pod to apologize to Joe Mixon. The pod is not going to do that. We would never do that. We would never come back and fall back on our word. So what no. we said, we're standing it's certainly by. Certainly not at the request of some fucking losers, whoever that was. It's so the no. biggest loser in the league. So I'd no. Say. So no, we will not be apologizing to Joe Mixon. He knows who he is. He knows. All right. Uh, Our next mailbag topic. Another good question. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little long, but just bear with me here. Um, I have some thoughts on it. Um, I think everyone in the league probably has some thoughts on it. Considering the person it's about is very um, controversial, I'd say. <laughs> okay. no, not really, not necessarily controversial, but um, to me, it's controversial. Burke's team is eliminated from playoffs, but to be fair, also eliminated from last place contention. Feels like it's been years since he's been a force in this league. What are the chances he retains his GM duties in this league when there are young, hungry minds out there like Eric Cordes ready to step in? Wow. Yeah. So we've, got, we've got league, we've got league spots. Being questioned, GM positions, dissension all around, being thrown out there. Does he deserve the role of a GM in this league? And this is, isn't even talking about someone who's coming in last. It's you know, you know. Let me handle this. Let me let me speak on this first. Please, please, by all means. This is directly to you, the jerk. You lost your passion, man. You lost what made you great. You lost what made everyone else in this league hate you. And now for that. We hate you a little bit more. You know, just just get the passion back, man. Remember why you're here. To be angry, to be upset, to be the Cowboys fan we all make fun of because you're also a Titans, Jets, 49ers, and whatever fan. I don't know how much longer we can keep you in this league if you're hiking every Sunday, man. You need to pay attention to this league. This should take precedence over every other thing in your life. This is a job, not a hobby. No, I mean, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. I think this, I think he's lost a little bit of his fire. Um, I think this league is at its best when Ryan is uh, is at the top and kind of competing, talking, talking his smack, not putting on this uh, this facade. This facade, yes, we'll call it a facade that he doesn't care, that he's lackadaisical, it doesn't bother him. He's he's hiking on Sundays, and that's not what this league is built on. Uh, that's not what this league is about. That's not what that's not what Ryan is about. I know that firsthand. Um, so yeah, you're right. I think we, I think we need to get his, the fire back in him. Um, and to answer, to get back to the original question, 
Um, what are the chances he retains his GM duty? He'll be back. I, I've heard from sources around the league, executives around the league, that that his his GM role is not in serious um, in serious flux. He will be back as a GM next year of this league. But I think I think some want to see a little more out of him. Um, I think they want to see a little bit more fire, a little bit more commitment. Um, but yeah, I, so to answer the question, he will be back. But it is just interesting to hear someone throw out the name Eric Cortez. I mean, he's been he's been talked about a lot around this league. He's he's dipped his toe in a couple drafts. Comes here. up every year. Comes, comes up, up every, every year. Case. He's like one of those coaches that comes up every year around a coaching carousel. So it, it will be interesting to see how that. Condoleezza Rice. But from where it stands right now, uh, there are no there are no cracks um, in terms of the twelve we have. So uh, that's just that's all just smoke and mirrors as far as I'm concerned. Thank you for your time. Okay, let's see. Um, <clears throat> so a next question is um, kind of now that we're at the final week of the se- regular season, it's a, it's a little bit of a look back. So looking back on it and knowing what we know now, what was the number one trade? What was the one trade this year that really shook up this league? And I have some thoughts. You want me to go first or would you like to lead it off? You, you, I, know no, which, yeah, I know what my answer would be. You go first. My answer would be, hold on. I'm going to go back really quick. One second. Find the date. September 21st. That's early on. That's early early. on in the season. September 21st to be throwing around players. Eli Mitchell and Robert Woods for Saquon Barkley and Brian Edwards. Joseph, my colleague here, was giving up um, Saquon Barkley and Brian Edwards, and he was retaining Eli Mitchell, who at the time was just a just a plug-and-play guy at team. No one knew how long he would be around. And Robert Woods, who obviously now is on the IR, but contributed a lot. Um, so I will be the first to say hand up that I thought you were stupid for this. Um, <laughs> Rob Mitchell would be anything more than like a couple-week play guy. Robert Woods obviously has been good, but I didn't think I, I'm obviously a Saquon supporter. I thought you lost this trade. It was early on. I Everyone thought, thought I lost this trade. I mean, and rightfully so. You don't have the history. You haven't exactly earned the, the right to uh, for you haven't exactly earned the right to get the respect and um, in terms of trade moves and things like that. So I think it, we were right to question it. But I think that has that. First of all, that really shook up the league. It was the first trade of the season. It was Saquon Barkley. He's obviously a superstar. Um, so it was it was crazy to see, and it has worked out for you, obviously. So hats off to you. And um, yeah, that, that would be my answer. Well, thank you. I was so originally I was gonna go with that. However, looking at the trades, there were six total trades this year, so not a lot of trading going on. Most of them were small trades. There was a trade on October 6th that I don't think we really think about too much between Bishop Sycamore and Sunday Hiking Club. And looking at where they are going into this final week of the regular season, I think it really, whether it was the points or just the motivation from these teams, Bishop Sycamore received Brandon Cooks, Tyler Higbee, and Melvin Gordon in exchange for Stefan Diggs and Kenyon Drake. At first glance, I thought Stefan lost his trade Stefan, giving away Stefan Diggs is stupid as hell. No one here is receiving back would have the same return. Since then, Bishop Sycamore has pushed himself into a hunt for the playoffs, and Sunday Hiking Club literally changed his name to Sunday Hiking Club because he it, it didn't matter anymore. That might be the most pivotal trade of this season, just based on where they have gone since it happened. I don't have the stats in front of me, but just it's, it, that's that's got to be it. That's, that's definitely a shell shock too. Anytime a trade like that sends two players in opposite directions, it's whether the whether it was the points, whether it was a locker room guy. I mean, these everything everything matters. So yeah, you have to tip your cap to Stefan there. He made he made a big move. Got rid of Diggs. Diggs is one of his guys. Yeah, I feel like he always drafts him. He always has him. So traded one of his one of his dogs, and uh, dog? it worked out for him. Stefan's trying to earn himself a playoff spot this weekend. Good job, Stefan. Good job, Stefan. We're happy for you. And um, second to last question. Sure. This one is from, uh, let's see. This one's from The Jerk. 
pretty simple. He wants the championship matchup predictions and the winner of those matchups. And he wants the biggest dud and stud player of the year in your opinion. Okay. Um, It's so tough to say. I'm going to look at what the bracket looks like right now. It's tough to know who's going to play who um, to give a matchup. But I think that I think that the big bean's going to get there. And I think that Roberto Glitz is going to get there. Okay. All right. And you know what? I want, can I back up? I don't, I want to back up, back up, back up. You can change, change whatever you need. I think it's going to be a battle of the womb. Yeah! I would absolutely love to see it. I think, I think, I think Greg's going to beat you, but I think that it's going to be a battle of the womb championship and Greg's going to, he's going to get back on top of this league. I love that. I love that. Um, I, yeah. I've, I've, cause I have said all year that I think he was going to win and I still think he very well could, but he's got to make the playoffs first. I just want to get, I just want to get to the championship. I think that you and Greg, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about this week, one week at a time. Yeah, I'm saying battle of the womb championship, which would be absolutely electric. I I, I love that. Um, So my prediction is actually going to be, um, I'm going to throw a little curveball here. So I think it's going to be ass backwards versus the big bean. I think ass backwards sneaks into the, to the playoffs, makes a little run. And you got the big bean there. And I think the victor is going to be ass backwards because the big bean, for some reason, starts Saquon Barkley in a championship game. And ass backwards comes out with the championship, ripping off like eight straight wins to finish the year. Wow. That would be absolutely insane. I think it would be nine at that point. That'd that be beautiful be, to see. If he does that, that would be pretty outrageous. Fly high like Icarus, baby. Yeah, we take a pick, we take a celebratory pick with Icarus. <laughs> and, and all will be good. I mean, that would be absolutely fucking nuts if Pat wins this league after starting out whatever he was and rips off like eight or nine wins in a row. That would be fucking nuts. All right. Now, uh, great predictions. I'm sure they'll both come true. Um, biggest stud and dud player of the year. My biggest stud has to be Jonathan Taylor. The guy's been, we talked about it earlier. The guy's been absurd. Answer, but that's fine. Who would have saw this coming? Yeah, no, it's insane. He's been nonstop in the end zone once or twice a week, running for 100 yards every week, getting getting catches out of the backfield. What a steal for Greg in that. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what round he got him, but just a just a great pick. What round did he get him in? Let me see. I'll do the research. You tell me your stud of the year. It could be the same because it should okay, be. I'll pick another one. My stud of the year is going to be Austin Eckler. I've talked about him a lot. And um, I think he's been absolute. Let's see what he finished at. He's at number like eight. Yeah, he's at number eight ranked overall. So rest a lot of them quarterbacks, Cooper Cup. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Austin Eckler. He's a fucking beast, and I um, wish he was on my team. Uh, so I'm sad that I didn't draft him, but he has been a beast for Mister Mister Big Bean. So Austin Eckler, stud of sure. the year. Um, so found the found what we were asking about. Jonathan Taylor was draft, drafted second round, pick 19. So this well, he was, what, the seventh pick of the second round? He made it pretty far. That's that's a steal for the number one uh, fantasy player this year. That's yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he almost wasn't a top 20 pick. That's pretty wild. Um, my dud of the year is – I'm going to give him the dud of the year. He could absolutely save my season, but I'm going to give it to him anyway. It's going to be Dalvin Cook. Um, he's really depressed me this year. He never had his real big breakout game. He's been hurt like every fucking week. It seems like he missed every him. week. He just has really given me a lot of gray hairs this season. So um, if he can magically put up like a 25 point game tonight and somehow help me to a victory this week, that would be outrageous, but don't think it's going to happen. I just, as I'm saying that right now, I just got the update that he's changed from questionable to healthy. So let's yeah, roll, let's roll baby, but I'm um, scared and I'm going to give him the dud. Of the so that's that. Okay, my dud, my dud of the year has has to go to. I don't know why I'm not fixating on this guy so much because how bad he's been. He's been injured too. Zeke Elliott picked fourth overall this year. I'm sure that Pape thought he did something with uh with that pick. Derrick Henry went right after him. Who, 
granted, is also injured. When was the last time Zeke scored a fucking touchdown? Feels like 10 weeks. I'll tell you right now. The last time he scored a rushing touchdown or any touchdown, for that matter, was week 12. Not that uh, long ago. Two weeks, <laughs> two weeks ago. Feels like I feel like, yeah, it's a good pick. I feel like I haven't heard his name at all this season. He's been pretty quiet. Like he's had some good games, but for the fourth overall, he's he ranked as the 35th highest scoring player in the league this year. The return on investment's not there. He's got to be my dud. I would agree with that. Good pick. Great pick. Great pick. All right. And our final question of the mailbag comes from our, our friend, the big bean. Zandakir. Um, this is a personal question. Would you let me marry your daughter? Would I let Kiwa marry my daughter? Yes. Um, I would not let Kiwa marry my daughter. Out of some of the behavior that I've seen from him, um, I would not like my daughter dating Kiwa. Although he is my best friend, um, I do not want my daughter dating him. I thought I was your best friend. Well, yeah, he's one of my best friends. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd have also have to say no. Um, you're not good enough for my daughter, Kier. Um, yeah, he's also, a, he's also a dirty Yankee fan, so no. And I know, you know what the problem is? I tell my daughter that he's not good enough for her. Draw, I would drive her right into his arms. So, spin zone, if my future daughter ever listens to this, you go be happy with Xander Kier. You do it. You do it. Although it would be it would be kind of cool having Kiwa as my son-in-law. That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. That'd be pretty neat. Kiwa was our son-in-law. Both of our son-in-laws, yeah. Let's get married. Adopt a daughter. Adopt a daughter. She marries Kiwa. He's our son-in-law. That's that's the plan. That's tight. That's All right. That's perfect. So yeah, Kiwa. If it happens like that, then you can marry my daughter. If not, no. <laughs> it happens normally, then no. All right. Well, I thought that was a very good first mailbag. Um. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely continue the mailbag. So definitely keep sending us questions. Uh, email us at nflpod at gmail.com. Um, comment on the videos. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to go through our predictions for this upcoming week, a very pivotal week. And we are going to do what well, we have two segments left coming up with um, outbreak player of the week presented by long beach yep. and olive garden. When you hear your family team of the week. So yeah. let's get into these matchups. I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, I mean, they're all important. I don't know where I want to start. Every matchup is important. Every matchup is important. There's no matchup. No, let's let's no just matchup. start with me and Gabagool. Go ahead. So I'm sitting in second right now somehow, by the grace of God. Nikki's sitting in sixth. Only one win separates us. Points four, that's a different story. Nikki wins, he gets in. No problem. Uh, but I really, I really want to play spoiler here. I don't want to see Nikki in the playoffs because that's when he's going to make make a run of some sort. You know, yes, I if I can do everyone a favor, knock him out, get one of these seven and six guys, other seven and six guys in, it would make me very happy. The world um, is a safer place if Gabagool is not in the playoffs. I am, however, going to pick Gabagool. That's some crazy reverse reverse psychology there, but I respect the hell out of it. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take – uh, is Daryl Henderson even playing? It's a good question. Um, I'm going to take you. I think your team's rolling right now. I think your team's hot. I think you're going to play spoiler. Mike Lick's going to be bounced. You're going to get that bye, baby. I would love to have a bye. Things are things are turning up Joe right now. It's all coming up, Joe. It's all coming up, Joe. See, I'm going to go ahead and take you. Oh, my computer's bugging. But, yeah, I, I select you. I select you, Joseph. I choose you. Remember time flies? I do remember time flies. Um, if we, when should we do our next segments? After the, we do the picks? Yeah, we're going to do it to end the show. Across, gonna... If you come across your team of the week, feel free to just announce it. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Um, 
Okay, next we're going to move on to... Let's move on to you and Ortel because there's some implications there. Let's do it. So I mentioned earlier that I had an observation about your matchup this week. Yeah, what do you got for me? So if you were allowed to start every single person on your roster, yeah. you would still have fewer projected points than Ortel's current roster. Okay, that's very nice of you to say. <laughs> is, that your, is that your takeaway from my team? I thought you were going to have something... I have nothing positive to say to you. You're going to have something constructive here to help me come away with a victory this week. Okay, here's constructive. Pray and steal Pat's phone and change his lineup as he sits everyone. That could work. It could work. Or or Denzel Mims has a coming out breakout game and we slot him in there. If Elijah Moore doesn't play, I am really tempted to play Denzel Mims. You are starting the Jets defense and... Curtis Samuel, and on your bench you got you got no one to fill Jets in. Defense is probably going to come out. I hope so. I, I would love that. I would love that. But, but I don't know, know how your bench is so shitty. Yeah, dude. That's this is what's this is what it's been, bro. Times are tough, dude. Times are tough. Five game <laughs> losing streak, bro. Times Nothing, be t- nothing's yeah. coming up. Fucking stalls right now. I would love for you. I would love for you to play ultimate spoiler. Me fucking this too. Because this would be wild. If you won somehow this week and Barb lost and Barb came in last Chaos, after Chaos. you put up 1,400 points this year, I would lose my mind. Fucking um, awesome. Dalvin, baby, Dalvin. He's got to be my guy tonight. Need a strong start. Need fucking Najee Harris to break his leg on the first drive. And then we're in business. This is really in the end because Ortel's on a five-game win streak. You're on a five-game lose streak. I feel like something's got to give. Something's got to give, baby. It's I'm, only right that I can win. I'm pulling for you. I'm, I'm pulling for you, pulling but for I think Ortel wins. <laughs> I'm pulling for me. I think Ortel wins too. That's why I'm gonna go ahead and select him. But I'm I'm pulling for me. <laughs> I'm praying to the I'm praying to the gods above. Hanukkah miracle, baby. We just got past Hanukkah. 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 So the festival of lights. That's right. Eight crazy nights, baby. Why not? Why not me? So uh, yeah, gonna be tough. Uh, Curtis Samuel probably will be coming out jet ski, but like, who the fuck am I gonna play? I got there's nobody out there to even fucking play. Probably yeah, sure. Mims. If that's what I'm saying, if Elijah Moore doesn't play, Mims is likely getting slotted in there for Curtis Samuel. Okay, okay. All right, let's move on to Sunday Hiking Club first. Team Upside, literally the most inconsequential matchup of this upcoming week. Neither of these teams have playoff hopes, and neither okay, of them can affect someone not making the playoffs. This matchup so, does not matter at all. Matchup doesn't matter. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pick um I'm gonna pick team upside. Not waste any of our time. I'll take I'm gonna take the hiking club. All right, moving on. Actually, all right, oh, oh. Oh, I can change my pick. I'm gonna change my pick to team upside just based on the fact that I see a lot of rain clouds on pape side. Unanimous. I, see, I mean on jerk side. Although I see some on pape side too. That was stupid. All right, I'm going with jerk. All right, let's move on to Roberto Guiz versus Carl Havoc. Carl Havoc looking to avoid last place with a loss and your victory, or you outscore him by like 60, 80 points, whatever it might be, and win. Um, is that all it is? What, the difference in uh, points scored? Yeah. Between you and Barb, the difference is oh, yeah, it's crunch the numbers, as in okay. pull up the no, it's 84. league. The difference in points four is... It's about 84 points. Shit. So, yeah, <laughs> likely not going to outscore him in points. But, yeah, uh, so, yeah, this is going to be – Baby Bro is going to be my Olive Garden, Olive Garden when you're here, your family team of the week. I mean, I've been doing it for weeks now, and I'm going to continue doing it. I need him to get me a victory to have any shot at avoiding last place. So, pulling for him this week. Um, I also said I think it seems going to win the championship. So, we'll see. I think Greg's going to – weird team but for some reason i think they might do it so although tony pollard is now out i think so that's uh that game time decision so that's cool not great but we'll see uh so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and uh oh we got chase Edmonds back which is nice yeah it's big greg's a fucking piece of shit i'm gonna go ahead and take greg olive garden when you hear your family team of the week fuck you barb i love you but hope you come in last fair enough i'm also gonna pick greg um i just want to see you i i 
I don't know. I want to see something shake up at the bottom. I want either I, I either want you to win and Barb to lose, or I want that. I don't know. I, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry, Barb. I'm just rooting for chaos. So, Greg, congratulations on the win. Congrats, baby. Uh, next, let's move on to next. Where's my bread versus London Silly Nannies? I never thought I'd be sitting here saying that where's my bread is my Olive Garden when you hear your family team of the week. Your team name is also something I say while I'm at Olive Garden. Um, I just I just want no yoffs for Fisher. Just that that's all I want in this. I don't care what I'm doing. No yoffs for Fisher. Um, I think where's my bread wins this league, this uh, not the league this week and knocks Fisher out of the playoffs. I don't know about the Ben Roethlisberger start tonight on Thursday. Uh, let's go Shane. Let's go yeah, I can't believe he's actually going to do that, but that's such a Shane move. So we'll see how it works for him. Yes, it is. Who are you picking? Oh, for this matchup, I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking. Where's my bread? Um, I also am pulling for the chaos. I would love for your prediction of no yoffs for Fisher to to ring true. That would be a great call for you and great for your brand. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah, I agree that the Ben Roethlisberger play tonight is. Well, sketchy, very on brand for Shane. So hopefully it's a ben, big bend to Pat Freermuth touchdown, um, maybe multiple times tonight. So that'd be cool. Although he's rolling Alexander Madison out there tonight, which is going to be tough, hopefully. So yeah, I'm going with Shane. Where's my bread? Rack it up, yeah. dude. All right. And our last matchup of this upcoming week. I think this one has a lot of implications given that you got the big bean in fifth place. You got Bishop Sycamore on the outside looking in right now. If he wins, there's a possibility both these teams can make the playoffs. That's very easy, uh, depending on how things fall. Um, Bishop Sycamore's team is just playing really well. He's without Keenan Allen this week, probably. I think most likely he's got the Coco. Um, yeah, he's trying to pay. He's trying to get negative tests. I, think. I assume he plugs in Brandon Cooks. I hope Melvin Gordon doesn't play this week so Javante can go off. And, I mean, just looking at Kiwa's team, Saquon Barkley is still in the lineup. What are you doing, brother? So, I mean, he has 138 projected points, and he's not. He doesn't even have a wider another wide receiver in there. So that's well, that's fair. But Mike, well, big body's out this week. Um, if yeah. I was him, he's got his other two options right now. At least I'm on Ross St. Brown and Donovan Peoples Jones. I can't believe Kiwa doesn't make another trade for another wide receiver. Although he does have some, he has so many running backs. Pittman on a bye this week hurts him a lot. Aaron Jones and James Conner. And his and his kicker, his best player, is on a bye too. I'm giving this week thinks he's a pirate. <laughs> I'm giving this week to Bishop Sycamore. Let's go, yeah. Stefan. Let's throw some chaos. I think I am too. Kiwa's team is just not showing it to me. And he's fucking rolling out Tyreek uh, Taysom Hill this Sunday against the Jets. That's gonna be a mistake. Trash. Trash. So Trish. yeah, I think Stefan's gonna do it. Stefan's gonna somehow make the playoffs after all the shit we talked. All right. And our final segment is going to be our Outbreak Player of the Week presented by Long Beach. Do you have one in mind? Um, yep, I sure do. His name is Dalvin Cook. He's going to go off tonight, and he's going to get me out of the basement of this league. It's going to be an absolute Hanukkah miracle. Um, that's literally all I can think about, and that's, I'm going to will it into existence. So, yes, Dalvin Cook. Love that. Love it. Him, him and his harness are going to put in work. <laughs> This is going to come out on Sunday, and that could be an absolute terrible take by them, but we're going with it. We're going with it. What was the matchup we were just looking at? It was – okay, yeah, my upright player of the week is going to be our king, Brandon Ayuk. If Debo is out this week, Brandon Ayuk is going for 20 points, leading Bishop Sycamore to victory over the Big Bean. Sorry, wow. Big Bean. Hopefully you still make the playoffs for your sake. Um if you don't, that the trade we made is uh, even sweeter than it was before. Um, <laughs> congratulations, Stefan. Big game, big week from Brandon Ayuk. Mr. Ayuk. I mean, that's – yeah, that, uh, I like that pick. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. All right, nice. Good song. All right. Um, all right, that was – that was the picks for the week. That was our Long Beach Outbreak Player of the Week, presented by Greg and the Scumbags in Long Beach. Gross. Gross. Um, is that all we got? I think that's it, right? I think, that, I think we're all set. I'll see – hopefully we'll see you guys at uh, Shane's house. 
yeah, hopefully we'll see everyone at Shane's house on Sunday to watch some football and watch these matchups unfold. Um, friendship, football, family, uh, friendship. The best ship is, what's that joke? The best ship is friendship. What ship never sinks? Friendship. Friendship. That's right. On that note, I will, uh, I will see you on Sunday. And I'll see you at the bank. I'll see you at the bank. I'm popping right now.